Season six of My Hero Academia is right around the corner. And as we look forward to this season, I need to look back on this podcast for a second because I feel like we have moved away from our roots. The Class 1A podcast is no longer cringe, and I am not going to accept that. So starting today, once again, you, yes, you, listeners, watchers, whoever the hell you are, you are once again our students, and you have your three homeroom teachers, Adverse, Apothecary, and fanfic with you each and every episode going forward again and you will be addressed as such so with that if you do not know each one of us apothecary is james r graham my name is andrew nimsgren aka advert and dylan beale is going to be fanfic so we're going to be going with that again we're building up to season six today is the season six primer we're we going into a bunch of different information but also just getting ready for season six will there be some changes to the podcast where we're going to get all that, and with number one being, I will promise you, we will be more cringy than ever going into this season. James and Dylan, this is not something we discussed fully coming into this. What are your thoughts on going back to being truly cringe, like every three white guys on a podcast are? So I don't think, I don't think you know what you signed up for, okay? Because when you say, oh, we're going to be cringy, Ed, you don't realize who's the cringiest person on this podcast. No, it's you. I, I can, know. We, we, I can, we do I can can realize it. that. I don't think that's a mystery to anyone that's ever listened to this podcast of pinpointing our personalities and who could go off the deep end very quickly. Yeah, James. I just I think I just kind of like let it happen at this point. Like I I will never I I may be the catalyst for some of Dylan's like cringe rants, but I'll never stop it. I'll just I'll I'll watch it and you, then watch you and just watch you, you try just kind and of encourage it. In. it. You don't participate <laughs> in it enough, so I'm going to force it out of you this season and we're going to no. find as many ways as possible because we are your big daddy teachers on this podcast yep. nope not yep. that don't say that <laughs> we're going we're no. going all the way we're, we're committing this time but we're not here to talk about that we're not here to be very weird only a little bit weird so we're here to talk about season six and to start that off i want to talk about where we're going to be able to watch it how when all that kind of information because we are one week away october First is going to be the start of My Hero Academia season six, and it has been confirmed on a bunch of it. So I went to the official My Hero Academia website. Um, Crunchyroll has already put out something. They are going to be doing weekly episodes every single Saturday. It's going to come out about 2:30 a.m. PST, 5:30 a.m. EST. So depending on your time zone, we're only we're in the U.S. So we're this kind of time zone. We're giving you sorry, um, but it also does look like it's going to be coming to Hulu and Amazon Prime. The website, uh, My Hero website, marked them as advanced delivery. So I'm assuming those will be both getting those at the same time as Crunchyroll with Disney Plus and Netflix will be getting it as well, but not the advanced delivery. So they're not very clear on exactly what that is, but it does seem like most platforms at some point will be getting season six. So you'll be able to watch anywhere you want around those times or maybe later in the day, depending on what streaming service you want. There's also been a cast announced for the weekly episodes, but again, not much information. I'm assuming Crunchyroll is usually about a week behind is what they do so if it starts on october 1st for the main one usually about a week behind is when the dub comes out um sometimes they do do weekly and match it up but that's not that very common so we'll learn more about that maybe next week we'll get more information as we know but it's going to be everywhere and it is going to be super easy to watch and just before we start going into actually talking about the season for us and what we'll be doing so right now if you're going to be listening to this episode probably come around around 10 a.m to 11 a.m it depends on how much we bullshit going into that podcast that is when you're going to be able to expect the weekly episodes as well so we're going to have the 20 30 minute recap every single week where we each wake up watch it talk through it and you'll be able to catch a class one a podcast every single 
Saturday and learn as much as you can in this classroom. But with that, that's a little bit of the information of where to watch it and where to watch us as we go into season six. We'll talk a little bit more about our format and things like that towards the end. But I think now I want to move into actually talking about season five, the major th plot point that's coming into season six. Dylan, I've done nothing but talking here. So do you want to kind of talk with one of the major plot points that you think we're going to see in season six that started in five? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest one, obviously, is this war that we keep talking about. So every season, we always have, like, the tagline that teases what's going on. Uh, so last season, I think it was last season, right? It was, like, new censored is coming. Obviously, it was new quirks or new power was coming. Um, so we knew that's kind of where it was leading up to. But this one is, like, we know that there is a war coming. We heard at the end of last season, and we've been seeing on the trailer stuff. We see posters, which is a ton of people, a ton of heroes. We know there's going to be a war. That's it. There's going to be something there. Yeah, and they're not even teasing anything else in the trailers. Like, usually there's, like, a couple parts that you kind of see throughout the entire season. Nope, all we're seeing is a bunch of heroes, a bunch of villains, and a bunch of actions. It doesn't seem like there's going to be anything else. And almost for what I'm saying, I think that's just the entire season. I think we'll talk about more of what we think season six is going to look like. But I think this is going to be a one massive arc season, pretty much, with maybe a wrap-up episode or two at the end, which I think is very different. But um, I, I agree with that. And, James, what other one you kind of thought on possibly more Deku quirks? Do you think that's going to continue on in this season? I think, I, yeah, because, like, I mean, you really you really got to watch it. Like, we know he's going to get a bunch more quirks, but, like, and what sequence are they going to release them, right? Are we going to get, like, we've already got one. Are we just going to get, like, a big dump of the rest of them? Or are they going to kind of trickle feed them? I want to lead towards more trickle feeding because, again, like, that just that just provides more content it, it like it stretches the story out if you just make if you make Deku go from like zero to 100 immediately uh well one his body will probably implode in two um it just it just doesn't make it as fun right so i definitely think we're gonna get i i want to say one maybe two two during the season i think two i think two a season's good because if yeah, we have what decent, six right we have what six more i think coming five more coming so that'd be Maybe at 2-2 and then one big final one towards the very end. I think that makes kind of sense for a good pacing point. And then it's kind yeah. of a little bit more realistic depending on how long kind of the seasons take in like uh, canon time. But I think that's great. And then Dylan? I, I have I have one more plot point. Or I, okay. I, I have one to add on there. What's the over and, over and under, guys, okay? Of more keeping up with the Todorokis. Over and under. 100%. They <laughs> might as well just create a like spinoff and just put it on whatever reality TV channel there is in every single country and just air that because Horikoshi, I think, enjoys reality TV more than actually, like, creating the manga. I, wait, I wonder if he actually was watching a lot of reality TV when he did, like, the last season in manga form. That feels what it is. Like, oh, an extreme yeah. child, a mean father, a sister trying to hold everyone together. Like, it seems like every, like, reality TV, like, kind of, like, drama ever so it's, i'm not it's against like, it but it's like the hero version of shameless yeah. like I th maybe maybe not Pretty as close. bad but some of the vibes there um uh, yeah so I, I i think both of those are all three of those are going to happen and i think kind of going off of keeping up the torokis i think there's a lot of character development threads outside of just deku getting more quirks coming in here i think seeing what happens with endeavor and the Todorokis. Um, I think obviously Hawks, if he's a good guy or a bad guy, where that's kind of happening. 
season five, we saw a lot of return of Eerie with her not really doing much. So seeing if she comes into the fact at all, because we had her working with Monoma and stuff like that. And just overall, we have a ton of characters. So I'm sure there'll be a ton of opportunities for a little character to growth here and there or major growth, depending on the situation. So I think those are a lot of things that have been started in season five, because again, season five had a pretty big cast of character. The last two seasons, we've had a bunch of people introduced and a lot of them didn't leave. Um, so I think they're going to continue that in the season more than ever. Yeah, I actually, I think that is something interesting. I didn't like fully think about that, but every season of My Hero, we get more characters, but I can't think of a lot of characters we just don't ever see anymore. Maybe the villains, yeah. because they get Easily. kind of locked away. Yeah. But like in terms of heroes, like we see them all the time, like constantly, they they just come back. Like even if it's small little cameos, like even um uh was was is his name Coda, like the little kid? The kid, yeah, yeah, yeah Coda. Yeah, we see with like, the, the kids show. Yeah, we see see the kids show up sometimes, and yeah. I think I think actually come to think of it, the only the only like heroes adjacent that we kind of have seen like them kind of like drop off a cliff is the other school. Like that was really the the other schools are the only ones That's that true. we really haven't seen come back, which makes sense. Like I mean, we're following we're following UA right, so like it doesn't make sense to have a ton of like school to school interaction. But like all the other heroes have kind of just been fairly consistent i want more gentle criminal bring them back yes and again that's something they could just be hiding in the trailers i mean we've seen hundreds and hundreds of heroes i mean we've seen in a single screenshot i think that's kind of one of the promo arts for this one you can see more heroes in like one picture than we have ever seen like in all of my hero academia so the chance of the other schools and stuff being there i think is very likely and they just might be kind of hiding that for the big moments coming up here and there and i hope so because i'd love to get a chance to that but also balancing the idea of too many characters, too many little moments. So the moments you really care about kind of get flushed out. I think that's always a issue you run into sometimes when you start bringing larger casts, but that hasn't been an issue yet. Yeah, I will. I will add that actually in one of the the, the kind of screen caps we've been reviewing, uh, Miss Joke is actually fairly not front and center, but she is in the center. So I mean, she there is a pro hero though. I think that's a little different than this. School. Yeah, I I will say I did a couple calculations on that picture. It's where you see all the different heroes. I ran it through a couple neural networks to see who the most prominent character in this is, meaning we'll probably see them, maybe the main character of the season, and it is the mushroom. Um, she statistically oh, is I in thought the perfect you were say location. Lady. I mean, when I, I look at that picture, for, like, some, like, to me. I was waiting for some good analysis here, and then oh, no, God, it's no. just it's, no. Like, Unless Dylan makes like, a certain video where he wants to seem really smart, you will never get a good analysis out of that kid. He only <laughs> memes on the podcast, and he does his one-off videos for good analysis content. He, there's he a back for much. There's an Ewok in this picture. There yeah. absolutely is an Ewok. Of course, it's it's Horikoshi. It's Horikoshi, yeah. Yeah. So, well, for what this is, is this uh, you know we'll be kind of referencing things as we kind of go into. I'm one of our other topic lists is. What we've seen from the trailers and pictures that we could speculate on. That's kind of what we're going off right now. This is that major hero kind of gathering one where you see Ed shot in front. You see Fat Gun. We see a lot of the heroes kind of there. It's in the trailer a couple times. I share the pictures um, just kind of by itself as well. So if we're ever kind of talking about stuff like that, just go to my hero Twitter. Um, It's going to be one of the pictures of the videos there that we're kind of referencing. We'll do our best to explain what we're seeing. Um, But that's kind of what we're talking about right there. But So I think outside of the tons of characters, I think Shigaraki is also kind of been a point that in our season five recap at the end, Dylan, I think you talked about him. We actually gave him the plus ultra of the season because we saw at the very end of the season, there was a drastic change in his character. And now we've seen him in some factor tubes and all that kind of stuff. He's healing, he's getting powers, he's doing something. They talked about core singularity. So 
I think changes to Shigaraki are coming, which I think only makes sense as Deku. We learned last season also having major changes. I mean, what do we think that's going to be? Do we think he's just going to be hidden away most of the season? Do you think he's going to be a big threat from right away and it's going to be Deku and him fighting the entire season? What's going to happen here? Well, I mean, like, I, I think it kind of writes itself almost of like, if it is a really big war and Shigaraki is getting some sort of new stuff that like, he's like the final boss of this, this war that's here. Like, I, I feel like, it, like, like I said, almost writes itself, right? Uh, of where like, I can imagine just like the scenes of like them fighting, heroes are winning, Shigaraki like does his thing as like, I am the king now because of whatever I got. Um, but I think that's a, I, a parallel I didn't even think about of like him and Deku both kind of going through some sort of transformation. Yeah, I mean, I think it's almost kind of needed at some point. I mean, you got to kind of up the scales and especially we all thought Shigaraki was kind of whatever early on because he, I mean, he was kind of a shitty little boy and once you kind of get um, any kind of powers that can keep you away from being touched, it makes him pretty weak. So him being upgraded, and again, he has been trained to kind of be the next all for one kind of throughout the series as it's kind of been hinted at. So it would make sense that at some point he might get more quirks kind of using the Nomu technology or some kind of like that. I think it makes sense that both sides get a couple more quirks to balance it out. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it's kind of set up with nine, right? True. Like, like yeah. we do have it set up with nine of where you can just like jam multiple quirks into people. Um, so it makes sense they would just start jamming stuff into Shigaraki. I feel like you kind of had to at some point too, because like he was starting to like plateau as a villain. Like I think Dylan, you, you we were talking about it the the other day where like you need like a quirk awakening, but you can only do that so much you can't like just keep like having those like like the dbz universe is not transfer over to my hero where it's just like oh they get more jacked up depending on like how powerful they're against there's somebody fighting no that's not how the system works so like yeah you do got to find other ways to like kind of circumvent that yeah which they've already brought in a canon through the movies through the no moves through stuff kind of like that we've seen multiple characters introduced with multiple quirks so I think it makes sense on both sides, and I'm excited to see that. I mean, so not only is it asking the questions of what Deku's new quirks are, we could also be asked the question of shit, like, what else does Shigaraki have? As well, like, oh, Deku unlocked a new quirk, and then Shigaraki comes right around with the one, too. And I think that could be a really cool dynamic of each one trying to up each other as the season kind of goes on with different powers. So I think it opens up to a lot of really cool fights and hopefully amazing animation, I think, is something you really want to see with this. Um... But I think, is there anything else? I mean, we've seen trailers, we've seen videos, we're a week away. I mean, just what else do we want to speculate on, talk about? I mean, is there anything else you're looking forward to or really hoping we see in the season? Or are we just kind of waiting for it to happen at this point? I'm actually really interested about Hawks and seeing where that goes. Because I don't, I just, I just thought of this of like, so Hawks is doing some weird stuff. He's in this like weird, like, Every episode of last season felt like he's good, bad. He's good. like we don't know where he's standing. What if he's like? What if like? What if he like betrays what the if he heroes? Betrays in this? everyone and leaves. He goes off by himself. Like he, he like Ooh. he truly doesn't care about anyone. So he'll take out someone on the villain side, take out someone on the hero side, saying, "Yeah, this is actually kind of boring," and go do something else. And well, because I mean, true just dip. villain. Well, that, well, that's not his thing though. Like his thing is like he wants to create a world where heroes don't have to worry. What if he just like, yeah, okay, what if he just, no, genius, no, so. what if he just kills everybody? Because if all the villains and all the heroes are dead, there's no more problems. <laughs> no more problems. I'm like, I'm like half joking here, but like, I don't know. Like if he's, if he's down to kill Genist, he might be down to kill more people. Like, can we see him like 
Like I'm like Hawks is incredibly powerful. He's number two for a reason, right? But like, do we really think he can just take out? He can't everyone? solo. He can't no, he's solo. smart though. It's not about him. He's, using he's his just court. smart. I, yeah, that's very true. But yeah, no, this isn't. Mm. This isn't. This isn't Jinwoo. I don't think he can one man army it. That that would that would be great. I yeah. I mean, I think there's something. I mean, I think no matter what happens here, there's going to be an outcome to the Hawks situation this season. I don't think you can continue on the good guy, bad guy thing for a second season, especially in a war where you kind of have to pick sides. So either he has to dip, has to kill everyone. Both of those are kind of unlikely based on how much they've kind of set it up. And we know that Hawks is being tracked by the Metal Liberation Army. Um, so with both that happening, it's more likely that he's going to pick one of the sides and fight alongside that side. So it'll be curious to see what way he kind of goes down the rabbit hole there but um, espionage is always fun like espionage is a nice component of like of warfare to like t- like like i mean we can have tons of action and stuff like that but if you don't have that extra little element it like it can be boring i'm not saying it will be boring but i'm saying like unless you have that extra little bit it just it just it spices it up you know what i mean yeah no i a little, little bit of salt bay just just on top I completely, I completely agree, and I think that's kind of why I want to wrap it up the season. I don't want it. I don't say it has to be wrapped up by season two, but if it goes into season what seven, that feels weird to say. Yeah, it might yeah, just get yeah. a little bit old at that point. You need a new kind of angle on it. Um, so I think early on I talked about that this was just gonna be one big war arc. Are we still standing by that? Like, do you you think they would have teased something else at this point? I guess I don't remember too much of like kind of build ups for seasons, but I feel like this has been the most we've ever focused on like one arc and that are we just going to see a one arc season there's not going to be any filler bullshit there's not going to be that little like oh a flashback to six episodes of all the students just hanging out like you think they're committing to just a battle and having an outcome to the season i i think there could be uh it's really hard to tell because because we didn't really see much in the trailer as opposed to some of the other ones it just makes me feel like whatever happens is very transformative so like i don't know like maybe they're in a really weird place like uh, okay I'm gonna exaggerate, right? But like they're in space or some stuff, right? Like someplace that like is like if you give away any of the location, like it's like, oh, this kind of like ruins it. So like maybe maybe they go someplace that's super. Oh wait, interesting. once that loses, they're in the American now for like a part of the season and have to recover and then go back and take it back. And yeah, it, exactly. Or something kind of like that. Yeah, so like it could be a thing of where it's like half of this is like that first arc, and then the ramifications are like the next one. Yeah, because maybe major characters die that you couldn't really kind of like do a trailer without mentioning, like showing them the second part or a uh, group shots would be harder to do and stuff. Yeah, maybe like they killed Deku. Do it. I would make Bakugo you, the main character. We've already seen him. He's that. already received the quirk once. Give him the quirk the second time. Just commit. Commit. Just, Just give, him, give him all for one. Do it, you know, coward. Just um, do it. So I, I think I think that is kind of a really good point. And I, and I think it feels like we're at a turning point of where things feel like they're actually changing in my hero. I think especially at the end of last season, it's not going to be. I don't think we'll ever be able to have another sports festival arc again at this point. I and mean, we're going into a war in the hero world. Um, we've had. Well, uh, a- I mean, to be fair, though, the the Shi Hasaki like raid was kind of like a war. It was pretty close. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to tell. But I mean, I feel like. The war, I mean, the raid looked like 30 heroes in that one building, plus a bunch of cops. I mean, this looks like there's hundreds of heroes. We don't even see cops. They're like, hey, cops, don't even come because this is outside of your pay grade. Like, I I feel like that's kind of what the trailers are teasing because we don't see the detective at all. He's never brought in. Like, this feels like a hero versus villains things versus a 
public safety kind of thing. Unless you well, feel I, differently, but we haven't seen cops, so I don't think they're even involved in this. No, probably probably not. This the scale is definitely significantly larger. Because uh, if you look too, if you look at kind of like what we've been seeing, it doesn't ever look like we're in like a cityscape either. It's like, like one oh, spot the entire time. It's, yeah, it's like we're, we're we're like yeah. It's got it's got some like great ninja war feels where it's just like off into the uh, you know off into the abyss, just happening in like a a nice little vacuum. Two sides running s- at each other. And you just hear yeah. people screaming. My They're running, running, dude, yeah. just mock chicken at each other. Oh baby, let's go. Which would be a good chance for a lot of kind of cool little uh, cameos and uh, like references and stuff like that. But I think the most important question we have to ask, and something that'll be a very big debate between all of us, is episode one going to be a recap? It has to be. It, it has, has to be every it does not have single to be. year. No, every single year we go. Maybe this time. Yeah, maybe we do. This we do. time. It always is. It always is every single time. I mean, last. You think like, it'll at least be a relevant flashback? Like, oh, they're preparing for the war and talking about their past things, or is it just gonna no. be some random thing? No, they're gonna be. They're gonna be like, wow, this this war coming up sure is gonna be tough. We better go to the beach and play volleyball beforehand and have flashbacks to top last war season. Style. I'm top gun style. Give, yeah, give me the give me the beach episode, dude. Give me it. Just get it done and over with. Oh God. But, I don't. I don't think so. I think they break it this season. I think there's going to be a lot happening. I think they're going to break in. If they do, there is going to be at least fully related to the war. There ain't going to be a flashback. There's not going to be a beach episode. It is going to be about what's happening and building up to it. Even if none of it's canon, I still think it's going to be building up to it. I think it has right, to this season. It's time to do the bet. Who's standing where? I'm standing on. Yes, it is going to be a cheesy flashback episode that's going to be barely relevant. Like, like it's gonna be on the level of the interview guy coming in. I'm, James I'm, is with me. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking that action. Where you I, stand? I've tried to have faith, Andrew. I've tried to have faith that it wouldn't happen, but it's gonna happen. Just we just got to accept it. I mean, I I don't think it's gonna be a canon episode. I don't think it is going to change the world, but I don't think it's going to be irrelevant. Not irrelevant. Um, completely random. I don't think it's going to be taking you to a different place in time. I think it's going to be within it. So, okay, I agree. It's going to be kind of recap-ish, but I think it's going to be more useful um, than that. Unless they bring back Mr. Smiley. If they bring back Mr. Smiley, I'm okay with it being a completely random episode. Just give me 30 minutes of just Mr. Smiley being screamed in my ears. Oh, my That's God, all dude. I really want. Please remo- what, I just want to I've remove that memory. And, I've gone back and rewatched the OVA like six times. Clipped it, took pictures. Love it. No, I have not. I've not, I've not watched it. I will never watch it. You, you weren't really breaking a sweat when you said that, and I was like, man, maybe he, maybe he was just really oh, into God, that. No, I, that was horrible. Um, so is there anything else kind of from the season? I think I want to kind of move into kind of wrapping up at least a little bit of stuff on our side, what to kind of expect. Um, is there anything else for season six that we kind of want to talk about briefly? Well, I think I don't like. I mean, we like. I feel like we've covered really everything that we think is going to go on. Like, and again, we, we did do big questions for both manga and anime readers for season six coming up. So like moments, yeah. manga readers are excited to see big questions for anime readers. So I think some of that stuff there, uh, we kind of didn't talk about here as well. This was just kind of an informational slash quick conversation kind of episode. So if you want to kind of go more in the depth, depending on how much of the manga you've read um, or how, if you're only an anime only watcher, go back and listen to those episodes. Um, that'll get, open up a lot more things. We dive into things a little bit more deep there. 
this was just kind of one last chat before season six. So with that, I want to talk a little bit more about what to kind of expect from us from this season. So as you saw at the beginning of the episode, I am going to promise each and every one of you students that there will be a lot more cringe this season. Number two, our general structure for if this is your first time going through uh, season recaps with us, it's going to be very similar to what we've done in the past with minor changes here and there. We're still kind of finalizing some of that, but it is going to be very general. We're going to open up. We're going to talk for 30 seconds a minute, then I will jump into a very quick recap. We'll give our thoughts on kind of what happened throughout the episode, a couple main points, and then our little normal kind of conversations from there. And then we'll give a plus ultra reward at the end of every single episode. You probably heard about that in last week's episode of the season five recap, but pretty much at the end of every single episode, each one of us picked someone that went beyond that went plus ultra of our school motto. And besides that, which we tally up at the end of the season to really see who went plus ultra throughout the entire season the most. So that is kind of going to be what it's looking like normally, but also if there are topics or if there are things from other podcasts, we're not saying we're going to take things from other podcasts, but if there are things you like seeing incorporated or something you really want us to do, drop a comment down below. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know however you want. We're always open to kind of changing things. What do you got, Dylan? Yeah, I know. I'm going to say it. I'll, I'll shamelessly steal stuff. We can do it better than them. Just give it, give us the, give us your favorite type of segment. We'll do it better. Yeah. All right, we'll go off that. So give us feedback of what segments, what things you want included in the podcast going forward. And we'll do our best and do it. We want to try to incorporate user question. I mean, consumer uh, listener questions, and all that kind of stuff. Sorry, I'm mixing work language and podcast oh, you language. Say consumer? Consumer, <laughs> consumer <laughs> questions. Oh, yeah, I this is why he's the big business hero. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's my, my hero work uh, going into the podcast a little bit. Um, so we're, we're going to bring all that in. So we, we just want to hear more from you guys. Um, it's something I really want to focus on this season. Um, but what else are we going to be doing this season in terms of content? So Dylan is going to be picking back up his fan favorite in a nutshell videos, which every single week he's going to be doing a 60 second recap of the episode. We're just figuring out exactly when that's happening, making sure we don't burn him out. But those are some of my favorite content we do. So make sure to check that out and we'll advertise that plenty. Otherwise, we're going to be continuing with the manga recaps each and every Sunday. And then our podcast episodes, as I said, will be on Saturday mornings as soon as we can watch it and get it out. Um, outside of that, we might do random one-off videos here and there related to My Hero Academia if something really big happens. If Deku gets all seven quirks, maybe we'll do a quick video on Deku getting all seven quirks um, and stuff kind of like that. So they're not planned per se, but if something really strikes any of us, we might have a quick uh, podcast episode or YouTube video there as well. So to stay updated with everything, youtube.com slash class 1A, um, that's where we're going to be doing all publishing everything we do. And then, of course, you can find us on all podcasting platforms across the world. Some of our videos do not make it on there just because of the format. So make sure to follow both. And twitter.com slash class 1A pod is where you can be able to keep up with everything. It's the culmination of everything we do. So that's really the best one stop to get all of the information on us and any other anime content that we're doing. Before we wrap up this class, guys, is there any last things you want to say before we move into season six? Get hype. It's almost here. It's going to be so good. Well, like, get hype, but like expect the recap episode the first week. Just, just That's true, yeah. Brace, just just brace for that. For just be aware away. that it's going to happen. No, and... it's part of the experience is to get overhyped and disappointed by the first episode. Come <laughs> on, true. James. That's true. <laughs> my bad. But my bad. <laughs> we will see you all for the first true class of the season on October 1st and next Saturday. Thank you all so much for listening to us during this off season. If you've been with us the entire time, we enjoyed it a lot, but cannot wait to get back into the actual anime. So we'll see you all then. And thank you for listening.